Welcome back to Anything Goes with Joe and Carla. And uh, we are back here, sweetheart, finally recording again. I know. There is so much going on. Yes, if you hear like door slamming, um, toys, uh, like just in the background, there are babies who are playing with that. Yeah, Yeah, so (laughs) since you've last heard us, I think we've had one or two episodes back in the Philippines. Right? Since we got back. I don't even remember. We got one at least. The It's okay not to do okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did one more after that. We might have. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the Anything Goziest episode and then we stopped. Right. Right. And then now we are back. And this is so much going on with both our careers um, and our home. And so that's why it's been a while. So hopefully we get through this episode as well. All right. So yeah, that's why we've been delayed. (laughs) The only reason we are kind of surviving for now, for the first few minutes, is that we both gave them headphones. Yeah, because they can see both of us with headphones. Yeah. And they're both like, where are our headphones? I think we've been busy the whole day. So, you know, there are times in the day that they actually can do their own thing. But because we've been busy the whole day, they're like, hey, we don't want to be far from you. The first. thing is, even if I am I wasn't busy the whole day. <laughs> They'll still do this. Manu is still like this to me. So I think there are moments. like It's getting more and more. Yeah. He's getting older. So that means more frequently we can get record. Away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to our main topic, let's do our different segments. Sweetheart, what we're into. What we're into. Okay, what are you into in this season? Right now, I'm I'm into something I've never mentioned in this podcast, but I've been into for years. It's one of my favorite uh, TV shows ever, Impractical Jokers uh, <laughs> on YouTube. And I just rediscovered them again. Uh, yeah, so if you don't know who they are, they are four friends who give each other challenges, like embarrassing challenges. So you've got the dynamic of like a a prank or like a, a social experiment on YouTube, that kind of thing. But it's also got the element of friendship where, you know, it makes it even that, that much funnier. So imagine like you're having an embarrassing experience and how much funnier it is if you're having that embarrassing experience with your friends watching. So imagine that level of friendship. So that's what they have. So just go to YouTube. You'll find so many of their clips. And uh, yeah, those are my favorites. All right. For me... What am I into? Well, I'm into um parang same level lang. You are in. He's a K-drama actor. Well, not really just K-drama actor, but basically a South Korean actor and Chicago typewriter. So, um for those of you who are K-drama addicts and have seen Chicago typewriter, I think you guys would know why I fell in love with that um K-drama, I think easily... I would say that I like this more than I like It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Oh, Because I feel like It's Okay is tackling... It's just okay. <laughs> it's tackling mental health, like context and trauma and all that. And it's great. But um, siguro yung writing lang ng Chicago typewriter was the thing that really wowed me the most um i think it's because they were able to weave in three kinds of love yes yes oh yeah yes kuya's watching something so uh, i think it's just amazing that one piece can weave in three kinds of love all together without diminishing one or the other yes parang parang maisip mo na at some point baka maging corny na Mm. or maging pilit na but all were woven Or that it was so really just one, not the other two. Huh? Na may iwan yung dalawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is about like love for a brother or love for like a friend and love as in romantic love and also love for nation. So parang when those three things are combined and are happening all at the same time, how beautiful it is to look at something like that. Mm. And also it made me realize that you know, um, there are, we've got, natutunan ko to kay, ano eh, kay Vivek 
Murthy when I was uh, listening to a podcast by Brene Brown. Tapos yung guest niya was Vivek Murthy. And he, he has a book on loneliness. And he was talking about the different kinds of groups or communities that kind of cater to the different needs of a person. And one is like, I forget his term, but um, you've got people in your life that make you less lonely because you have the same mission. Something okay. like that. Not verbatim, but something like that. You unite because of the same goal, purpose, mission, belief. And um, it can actually be a very different set of people for other things. Yeah. So for like say fun and all that, parang pwedeng magkaiba yun. But then here kasi Chicago typewriter, parang they hit all at once. Na, they, um, all in the same period of time. Uh, they've got all three. And also, ah, sorry, the two periods pala yun. Oh, diba? In even two periods of time, uh, all exist. And um, they both, they, the three of them love the nation. The three of them love each other as friends. And the three of, uh, well, no, the two of them love the girl. <laughs> <laughs> but the girl likes only one of the two. So you've got love triangle, fight for the nation, but you didn't feel like one overshadowed the others. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just really like the piece. Um, so many more other things that I like about it, but you know, at least siguro yung pinaka summary ko of what I feel like is the most intelligent thing about it. You know, that's interesting because uh, those three themes of... Uh, um, what do you call that? Nationalism, fraternity or brotherhood, and then romantic love. One movie I can remember that tried to do those things was Pearl Harbor with, um, what's his name? Ben Affleck and uh, Josh Hartnett and Kate Beckinsale. And I hated that movie, <laughs> even though I'm a fan of World War II. And, yeah. and, and, but because it was sold as a war movie then it turned into a soap opera so yeah you know that's the other thing it wasn't selling itself because it to be a war piece okay so that's the other thing about um, Chicago typewriter that I liked it wasn't trying to be a war piece mm -hmm. it wasn't talking about it wasn't even selling to me heroism mm -hmm. parang it's just a matter of fact this things these things happened yeah and yeah, it's just so nice to look at it that way. Tapos, you know, I mean, like the whole Korean thing that they would have like deep philosophical stuff yeah. inserted yeah. in places. So they would talk about, um, you know, in every era, there is a problem. So it's never really completely perfect. Even if like, let's say you felt like the older era was less liberated and all that. Right, right. Parang in the older era, you did have something you were fighting for and you may have attained it in the later era, but something was also lost in the later era that the older one used to have. Yeah, lost or you're still pining for. Alam still yun, for parang, yeah, it's never perfect. It's never perfect, yeah. Right. So uh, even in that sense, parang a symbolism of like this whole triangle thing na one of them can never have the girl. So you, parang you can never really have it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only have some parts of it, but never all. Talking about never perfect, that's a great segue into our topic of the day. And we'll be talking about Christmas, Christmas in the past, traditions, and Christmas 2020. So here it is, our topic of the day. Topic of the day. All right, sweetheart, here's my thing. No? And in the risk of sounding a little insensitive and... You, you have pointed out to me that you're too technical sometimes and your technicality is actually hurtful already in your desire to, to, to parse and to clarify things. Here's a statement I don't understand. Yeah. Cancel 2020. Mm -hmm. Or cancel Christmas. Yes. I get, I guess, it's coming from this was a bad year. You know, and I can imagine that. I can imagine bad years, bad months, bad days. For us, maybe 2019 was more difficult than 2020. Diba? Parang ganun. So for the two of us and a few of our friends. I, I, yung cancel 2020, hindi ko maintindihan. Kasi parang, anong ibig sabihin ng cancel 2020? Does that mean it's not, it didn't happen? There's no way 
You know, it's like if you cancel something, let's say you cancel a subscription or you cancel a debt, that means I'm not paying for that anymore. I don't have that subscription. You can't cancel 2020. You know, <laughs> it still happened to you. Right. You know, the economy is still a mess. There's still a pandemic. So I, I don't understand. And yeah, I think I'm just being overly technical with the wordage. Napakalolo ng sentiment. De joke lang. No, but I do understand you also. Kasi parang... I understand you and I also understand why some people would say it. Yeah. Not only because it's hard, but because you never really understood Christmas pala. Yeah, see, that's the other one. So let's go cancel 20 and then cancel Christmas, Deva. And then people are, is Christmas canceled? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It can be if you want it. For you, it can be, you know? It, there's not, it doesn't even need to be a debate. Yeah. About whether it's canceled or not. If you don't want to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, don't. There's no gun to your head telling you to celebrate it. On the other hand, if you do want to celebrate it, just because the economy is a mess or we may have lost loved ones, but he was still born. You yeah. know, and, and it was never about a perfect season. It was never about that. Uh, even the very first Christmas. You know, the very first Christmas probably feels more like now. Like 2020, then it then the previous ones, you know, <laughs> it was a terrible season. The threat of death hung over people's heads, you know, and that that was exactly. Christmas. I mean, like the council 2020. <laughs> oh, wait, what happened? Oh, no, Philip has a sign. If only you guys can see this, it says hashtag cancel Manu. <laughs> <laughs> no, but council 2020, I would get it na parang if only. Parang sana 2020 didn't happen. Yeah, or I just can't wait to move on. Yeah. Like, that, you, we wouldn't have that. Diba? Like, we have bad days and we're like, tulog na I'm ito. completely fine with that. But I'm not completely fine with cancel Christmas because hold up, hold up, hold up, that hold up. only means... Pause, pause, pause. All right. So I can never get cancel Christmas because then you never understood what Christmas was for pala yeah. all along. And in that sense, I'm thinking if Christmas was just, you know, a time to meet your relatives, to have fun and, and to gather again, oh. if that, then I would understand why you want to cancel it. And that makes sense, what you said about understanding it, not understanding it, because maybe it's not like you don't have an understanding of it, but you have a different understanding of it. Right. You don't have one based on Jesus. You have yeah. one based on tradition, on circumstance, on family stuff. Yeah. And none of those are possible. So, okay, gets. Gets kayon sayo. Mm -hmm. But for a person who does know Jesus, for a believer, that's already a settled... Yeah, but you know, I, I actually shared it on um, on one of my Instagram posts and somebody commented that... You've been micro-blogging a lot on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. So I, like I was um, talking about... Well, actually, I was talking about a abide gift box. So mm. we've got this gift box that we have out in the market, <laughs> almost sold out. But yeah, yeah we, we really prepared that for the Christmas season. And um, I don't know why, but I just ended up with... Um, Oh holy! Some of the lyrics of Oh Holy Night, mm. and then I used um, a thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices oh, for yonder a breaks a new and glorious morn, and um, I just, I just felt like it was so apt because I feel like the world is weary at this point. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, some people. I, I think I think one of them commented, "Nah, you know, wow! I never paid attention to these." songs yeah, like yeah. these christmas songs and what they really mean oh wow yeah and um i mean i have we have we love christmas carols we love christmas hymns but i was kind of like that before na parang syempre di ba pagka christmas kinakanta-kanta mo lang yung mga mga christmas songs mm -hmm. you, without really getting to the heart of what the song means mm -hmm. But now I think it's I think it's ripe for other people to know and if they are feeling like they want to cancel Christmas, mm -hmm. parang this is a great way to give them the gospel all over again. Yeah, because yeah. for me it's like don't you understand that this is exactly why Christ came? Yep. It wasn't because we've got a perfect world and, and we have a party we have a party going a on. Year, so, yeah. you know, God has to come down and then party with us. It was actually because we needed saving. That's why he came. And the world is weary in that sense. Now, you know, we're just going to be in this endless loop of sin. 
if nobody comes in, intervenes and saves us. Yep. So yep. if they do, if you don't remember that, Christmas is really not gonna make sense at yep. this point yep. in time, right? And then meron kaong binabasa na isang ano yung book. It's like a face, the faces of Jesus. And then um, sabi ng author na parang if you think about it. A baby was born. God is a baby. God came in the form of a baby during the time when babies were being killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to enter the world in that drama yeah. is already if you if you really just dig deep into what the birth of Christ means and when it happened, not even what it means, but just like you know when it happened and. Uh, how it happened and all that, you'll see that it all points to nothing's perfect. Yep. Only this baby is going to be the perfect thing for all of you in the world. And so I feel like all the more Christmas should go on. Yeah. And this is really... With a, a, a richer yeah. significance, you know? And, and if people don't want to, then hey, no forcing, you know? But... Right. For those who have who know Jesus, there is so much more reason, you know, to do that. I love that you brought up Christmas hymns because I don't know when it started with me, maybe high school or college, but I started to listen to them and chew on them. And they're so dense. You know, like if you talk about nutrient dense <laughs> foods, like 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 you know, foods that you eat a little bit of it and you get so many nutrients, deba. Right? I think Christmas hymns are like some of the most nutrient. They're the, they're the malunggay of songs. All right, they're the malunggay of songs. And, Love and, uh, it. Ito na yung mga ano, quotable quotes sa ano. You can post this. This is the malunggay of? Of, of songs. Of songs, yeah, yeah. yes. And like there's some poppy, you know, uh, church music that's not very nutrient dense. And then you've got other music that's not even good for you at all. It's more like puro MSG or, or puro preservatives. But this one, it's not only good for you, it's like super dense. And it, it really, there's a lot that you can get just from listening to them. Right. Uh, and, and, and try to break it down. Um, well, one of my favorites ever since was, and it was so funny because when I started to do this, I would be in malls listening to Christmas carols and and then I would get emotional. I would start to, my eyes would start to water and then I would think, oh gosh, what am I doing? What am I doing? So, yeah, I mean, Hark the Herald for sure. I see that you're, you're Googling something there. Yeah, I'm Googling O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Oh, that's beautiful. This is, uh, I think this is my most favorite Christmas song. And I think, it's you know, that's a great one for the pandemic. Because mm-hmm. ransom, eh? ransom captive right. Israel. And the idea of a ransom is I am imprisoned until you pay the price for me to be released. And in a sense, our world needs ransoming. And for us, the ransom is the vaccine. You know, If we could just get this vaccine, we would be imprisoned. And the sentiment of that song, O Come Emmanuel, is I have been waiting for a vaccine or a ransom of an even bigger problem, which is my sin. Yes, and I like it that... Uh, oh, hi. Okay, wait. And I like it that it talks about Israel. Nah, this has been the problem ever since. There is a captive nation. And we need somebody yeah. to get in our place so we could be set free. Mm-hmm. And also the, the fact that, you know, it's calling... God in the name where it actually means that he is with us. Emmanuel, yeah. Diba to call, diba Emmanuel is God with us and No, Manu. No. So Emmanuel, God with us. And parang if you think about it, it is the time when you need for God to be with you. And that's exactly what Christmas means that he came. Actually, funny nga yun, yun yung ano eh, yun yung narealize ko when I was. So I'm going through this Advent morning time plans for Advent um, done by A Gentle Feast. Um, if you search up A Gentle Feast online, they have a website and they also have um, an Instagram account. This is for largely, I think, Charlotte Mason practitioners. 
So those of us who uh, follow Charlotte Mason for homeschooling, uh, you know what morning time means. Classical education also uses this. You've got morning time. And so morning time simply means you've got some time in the morning where you discuss the Bible. You discuss a hymn, a composer, a poem. So it's just really um, filling yourself up with these um, very inspiring pieces that uh, of songs and and poetry. So halo halo. Nice. So meron kami na pang Christmas, and then I was listening to I've never heard the song before, Gabriel's me- message, and um. Let's share it in the FB link below. Yeah, I will. I will. It's FB a beautiful group. song. I actually shared it on my Facebook page also. But I realized that so it it it, it was talking about the Annunciation mm-hmm. when the angel Gabriel went to Mary and said, you know, you're gonna be the mother of the Son of God, the the Son of the Most High, and all that. And um, <laughs> oh okay. Pause. And one of the the messages of the song is that okay, hi. Jesus is coming. God is coming. But also the second message. It's always been twofold pala. That you are favored. But that's how Mary has been naman talaga. The favored one. Now I was thinking this message does not stop at Mary. For God to come for all of us. Means one is that God is coming for you. And that God is coming for you is a favor upon you. And so I must remember every Christmas. This twofold message is God has come and I am favored. Nice. So I, if you could have that kasi in your heart, and I know it can be especially wearying, tiring in this season. Some have even experienced deaths, deaths of loved one. So I do understand how that, I mean, the grief in, in this season must be really overwhelming for you to even really see uh, the, that bright hope. Mm-hmm. During Christmas, so that's super understandable, but yeah, you at this in the same breath, I would say that Christmas holds a message that can probably be the only thing mm-hmm. that could cure a very lonely, grieving heart. Yeah. So all of that to say that for anybody who might still be on the fence about whether or not they want to celebrate this or or trying to reconcile, how do I celebrate this while so much pain and discomfort is going on um look into what jesus did look into the meaning of christmas look into these hymns these christmas carols and you'll find that you may actually find so much more resources to celebrate christmas with now than when it's just pure childlike you know uh nothing ever goes wrong and everything goes exactly it's all about gifts yeah. and santa yeah. no there's actually more uh, closer to that so there we we, we feel you we, we, it's not perfect for us either uh, my parents aren't going to be able to come home for christmas for the first time ever in my life we're never gonna celebrate we're not gonna celebrate christmas with them this year uh, because they're stuck overseas and so it's gonna be rough but that doesn't mean that jesus didn't come or that there's nothing worth celebrating so for the rest of this episode, here's what we're thinking. Let's go blow by blow, love, by category. What is your favorite Christmas blank? Okay. All right. So we started with songs. We now. did songs. Okay. Are, are there any other not- notable songs that, that you love that... I know. I don't know. Oh, it came upon a midnight clear. Uh, that glorious song of old from angels bending near the earth to touch their hearts. So it's, it's about... This ringing sound. Uh, and then, peace on the earth, goodwill to men from heaven's all gracious king. So, I love that. It came upon a midnight clear. So, we've mentioned, Oh Holy Night. Hark the Herald, of course, of is, course. is just beautiful. Tip lang sa Hark the Herald. Hark means listen. And the way we sing it kasi is, Hark the Herald. It's as if the Herald named Hark. You know, that's not how it is. Hark is, means listen. And a better way, if you were to to write it, it would be hark, comma, the herald angels sing. Or hark, exclamation point, the herald angels sing. So listen, the herald angels sing. And here's what they're singing. Right. Glory to the I Googled the lyrics of one of the songs that we both like. What is it? Um, 
One Quiet Moment. Oh, we listened. Uh, oh, well, I don't, don't know how I actually even discovered this song, but if you guys can look up One Quiet Moment from Glad, um, you'll find it on Spotify. But yeah. I'll I'll read some parts to you. That's and that's a beautiful song. Why don't so you tell them the context before you? Uh, it, it focuses. Uh, na lang, sorry. Sige. Okay. Pasajes, pasajes. Kapag gawin mo na lang. Okay, ikaw okay. na lang. <laughs> it focuses on Joseph and Mary, and the wrestling that they had about having this baby. And what that's one of the amazing things about it, because you've got like um, songs that talk about baby Jesus, who's so like a perfect baby. He's not crying. You know, he's he doesn't make noise like a good perfect baby. We don't know that. The Bible doesn't say that. Maybe he had difficulty, you know, being put to bed. Maybe he was a fussy baby. We don't know that. But uh, one quiet moment explores the difficulty both Mary and Joseph had and the vindication they felt from God in that song. One quiet moment. Enter, Miss Rika. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think I can, the lyrics alone, the lyrics alone, if you read them, It'll just break your heart. Yeah. It's like, okay, let me just put it this way. I mean, Mary and Joseph were human beings. So imagine the motions of the heart of a human being. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, you're given this task or part to play yeah. into all of eternity. Yeah. Na, okay, I'm going to send my son. He's going to be the son of God. He is God. But he's going to come through you guys this way. Mm-hmm. If you were given that task, you're like, what? <laughs> Pwede iba na lang. Pero, they live a normal life actually for a, for a long, long period of time. I, I mean, not until he was 12 did he really just, you know, start becoming, ano ba, more focused on really parang where he's headed for. The rest of the time, di ba the Bible is silent about that? Yung parang childhood days niya. And so, mm-hmm. No one really knows nga what had happened there. But then, you know, this th- there is creative license in this song in that it explores. Like here, it says, They dreamed of the days they would spend with their son, taking walks through the hillsides and watching him run. And some days, the fingers that had fashioned the stars would reach out to hold them when the walk was too far. I mean, can you just imagine? The best part, the next part's amazing. They wrestled. Okay, they Lord. wrestled. Okay, sorry, gusto ko mag-commentary pero Ay, sige sorry, ha, sorry, gusto sorry, mo yata. Wag na lang. Hindi <laughs> diretso ko na lang. No, 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 please do what you were going to do. I, I didn't know if you were going to still continue. No, but my my thing kasi is parang can you imagine the fingers that had fashioned the stars? Yeah. It's just like short of saying that. Yeah. This is actually the reason why everything began. Yeah. This is he if he if he wasn't existent if he was nothing then we wouldn't all be yeah. right and yet this is also the same person who is going to ask me to hold his hand when he's getting tired on earth i mean like wow that just blows my mind i mean as a mom especially that you know i i kind of like can see myself do that with my kids like or or think that with my kids now i'm thinking there are brilliant moments in my son's lives and i i keep thinking you know when i i see them do things now i see that this guy's gonna change the world this guy's gonna be such a great contribution to the world and yet at this moment at this very moment what he wants is to make dead there <laughs> yeah. and he's falling asleep huh? and he's falling asleep on my chest so we're gonna be up late this little kid so dependent on you but also is going to be such a great man in the world can you imagine that um multiplied one million times if you are actually holding the son of god you know there's a similar song uh focused naman on jesus's uh resurrect death and resurrection but still my little boy yeah by jj hello you shared that with me as well and it's kind of off topic, but we'll share the. Maybe That's probably better for Lent. Yeah. Yeah, but it's. Uh, but the same sentiment that Mary looking at her son, the son that she raised, that she did everything for, and now, oh, this is what you were called to do, pala. Here's a tip: if you guys want to meditate and really understand Christmas, try to get into the shoes of these people who were surrounding him, yeah. like what Mary would have thought. 
during those times. Yeah. So um, this one, one quiet moment has Joseph, Joseph as well. Yeah. And then, it, okay, so ikokontinyo kondo sa part na gusto mo. They wrestled with knowing that his life would bring change. Friends would grow distant and shun them as strange. Though they tried not to think it in their hearts, they were sure that their baby was destined to die for the world. Can you imagine that? I mean, like, every time na lang na magpapasko, ito yung naiisip ko na, ano kayo naiisip ni Mary na, I, I mean, like, all hormonal, di ba? Na, I'm, I'm in love with my baby, I'm filled with joy. And then, at the same time, you're thinking, but wow, he is born so that people could live. He should die so other people could live. Mm-hmm. That's the destiny of my... I mean, iba yun sa parang magiging astronaut anak ko, magiging doktor anak ko, ito, ah, hindi, magiging savior siya. And this song has special significance to Carla and me because there was, I think it was Christmas 2017 when, I forgot what it was exactly, sweetheart. No, actually, it wasn't even Christmas. It was after Christmas na, like early first or second quarter 2018. And there was something we were wrestling with, either with your career or with mine. But I think it had to do with calling. And we listened to this song. I think we were arguing. And remember this? Philip was quiet in the back. We, we didn't have money yet. We were arguing about the repercussions of this decision. Pros and cons. Parang ganun. And then finally, we listened to this song. And it was just, yeah, eh, ano ba yung calling ni Lord sa atin? And we just got quiet. Now we didn't need to argue anymore because eh yung ginawa nga nila mas mahirap, mas controversial pa sa atin. Magre-reklamo pa ba so, tayo? So mahirap pa kayo sa calling niyo, isipin niyo lang si Joseph at si Mary. Okay? Isipin mo si Mary, diba? buntis ako. <laughs> Parang, ha? Now na. Saka <laughs> forever na lang akong iisipan ng ganito. For the rest of my life, yung chismis na to na hindi si Joseph yung tatay ng anak namin. For the rest of his life, diba? Parang, what am I supposed to do with that? Stress. Alright, those are our favorite songs. Any other Christmas songs? Uh, I would have uh, a lot, but yeah, the usual. Oh, next. Favorite Christmas movie? Eh, papano yun? Hindi naman ako ma-movie. Christmas, I guess, Home Alone. Yun na yun. Home Alone. Wait, you don't know many Christmas movies? No, I don't. You know that I don't Miracle on 34th Street. You haven't seen that? Nope. Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful, I yeah. I know, Life is Beautiful is different. That's, that's not but a Christmas movie. But I don't think movie. it's a Christmas movie. It's a Holocaust yeah. movie. Mm-mm. Though there is a Christmas scene. I, think. I don't know. I don't remember so much. It's a Wonderful Life. Sorry. Yeah. You've seen that? Mm-hmm. My favorite Christmas movie. You want to guess? Die Hard. Yes. Oh, <laughs> galing mo. You have so much wisdom, even for someone who doesn't watch movies. There's so many uh, foolish people out there who don't accept that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So I would like to read, so if you have a, a, a lyric, I would like to read this poem. Okay. From Twitter by a guy named Jake Tapper, who I've seen his other tweets. I don't agree with a lot of his other tweets, but this is a poem that should establish, for the most part, that uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <clears throat> Twas the night before Christmas at Nakatomi Tower when our story of homecoming begins with brood power. At Los Angeles Airport, meet our savior, McLean. With toys for his kids, he disembarks from his plane. To not see that this tales about Christmas is folly. Did I mention that Mrs. McLean's name is Holly? How about some Christmas music, McLean asks of Argyle. That is Christmas music, the driver says with a smile. To reunite with Holly, his aim is shared with shy laughter. Today would be a holiday miracle to last ever after. You throw quite a party, says John to Takagi-san. I didn't know they had Christmas in Japan. John is weary from travel. Holly offers a bed. While down in the lobby, the guards shot in the head. In Theo, in Kyle, in Tony, Ed, Fritz... Into the party, the armed thugs run a blitz. Argyle still waits. This is long before Uber. While havoc is wreaked by the evil Hans Gruber. I have to stop there. I'm going to get emotional again. It's just too good. So look him up on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can find, and this is my Christmas wish list. There is a Christmas book. (laughs) With illustrations and everything. And I cannot wait to have that. 
uh, around the house and read it with the kids for Advent. Yeah. So you don't know that many Christmas movies, pala. <laughs> you you've watched Jingle All the Way, right? We watched it recently. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's too bad. Yeah, oh, You've seen Home Alone. We have yeah. to fill up your Christmas database. It's okay. I don't really have any need for that. White Christmas, you've seen that? Nope. Really? Mm-mm. The musical? I don't know. I don't That's think a good one. That's a really good one. Okay. okay so this so is next going nowhere. Yes. Christmas video games. Yeah, so siguro naman may alam ka ng oh, oh, favorite grabe. Christmas oh, video oh. games. Two hours ako magsasalita niya. Oh, yan. Game. Go. Okay. Two hours starts now. May Christmas video game. Okay. <laughs> 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 Christmas books. Favorite Christmas books. Okay. Sa akin, Max Locado's Because of Bethlehem. That's I actually kind of don't remember now why, but I do remember that when I read it, I was like crying. Okay. So, but I'm also kasi like that lang about everything Christmas. So, yeah. it's very easy to make me cry if it's a Christmas thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing is a Christmas Carol by Dickens. It's, I mean... You know, I've never read the book itself. I've always read like abridged books and... It's so short lang naman eh. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's just the whole... I think it's enduring in the sense na parang he was able to... Um, he was able to uh, put in the universal things that mankind goes through on Christmas time. Right. Nah, I mean, like all that—the commerce, the the grouchiness of some people who don't believe in it, mm-hmm. and why you don't mm-hmm. believe in things, and you know, aging and death and all that. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna Christmas be time. probably one of the first encounters with ghosts also your that, that fir- kids uh-uh. would have well definitely mine yeah i remember and i don't know if there's any listener out there who's around our age i remember watching this and the ghost was goofy you <laughs> know the ghost of bob not bob marley jacob <laughs> the ghost of bob marley <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah If we ha- some of our friends would do the accent now and do Jacob Marley's lines with a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's um those are my books and then I've got I I'm I'm rereading this. I got this on Amazon. That's I a think. good one. Goodness and Light Readings for Advent and Christmas and so it's got different authors of the essays. Um it includes Pope Francis, Maya Angelou, Um, Annie Dillard, Harper Lee is in here. So this is super good. I've gone through this now before. Yep. I'm going through it again now, and it's still, it's still so rich for me. So yeah. I, I've, I feel like there are essays that I didn't enjoy before, but I'm enjoying now. What do you call that John Piper book downstairs about joy? Ah, uh, oh, oh. What's the um, joy in Christmas? Something like indes- that. Oh, shocks. Indestructible joy or Indestructib- something? Yeah, that's a good one too. Uh-oh. Uh, that's really thin. I actually have a bunch of... Maybe that should be part of our next episode. Like Since we're talking about joy Christmas. not dependent on circumstance. Right, yeah. Oh, if you have suggestions for our next... um, Because, you know, anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get so confused kasi ang dami namin gustong pag-usapan or pwedeng pag-usapan. So, maybe you guys can tell us what you'd like to it's hear like, about. It's like the other day when we had that couple over and we, it was like, hey, we just want to come over and hang out with you guys. So, okay. 6.15 they show up. They leave around 11.15, 11.30. So, five hours we're together and we talked about everything. Like, we were everywhere from from their story to our story to... Um, what childbearing is like, to struggles in marriage, to um, the yeah. best kinds of guns to use in a firing range, to how to do analytical studies and market research. It was just all over the place. And it wasn't because like one group was you know, monopolizing so, the conversation. So, ano, sa madaling salita, going. kung ipapamana natin tong podcast na to, sa kanila na lang. Pwede. Pwede. <laughs> Bala kayo. Pwede. Kasi napaka-anything ghost nyo rin. So, kayo na. Sige na. Oh. Kaya nyo na to. Tuloy nyo to. Yeah. So, yeah. So, those are my favorite books. Do you have favorite books? 
I've been commenting, yeah. Uh, I see there the crippled lamb. That's a good one. A lot of these kids' books, they they have really good content, huh? Yeah, actually, I was planning that for my my um my small group with I'm I'm meeting a bunch of ladies every uh, first and third Thursdays of the month, and we're gonna have our parang Christmas Zoom party on the seventeenth, and I'm thinking that uh, <laughs> what? I just laughed. I remember when we had that simultaneous small group on Wednesday nights in SMR food court. Mm. And no, no, actually, this is a different time already. When the girls in your small group were friends with the guys in my small group. Mm-hmm. And you would have a Christmas party and you would have a theme, right? So you were like, we'll call it, I don't know, the this, this, this Christmas party. Like you had a theme, you had a name. <laughs> and then the girls in your small group. Ask the guys in my small group, like, hey, are you guys going to have a Christmas dinner also? And you're like, yeah, we will. They were like, yeah, we will. And they, they said, so what's the theme of your dinner? And they were like, theme? Why would the dinner have a theme? And sure enough, we get there and one of them is a chef. So he brought tomahawk steak, you know? So wow, we were all spoiled with him. Everybody else ordered shakies and brought KFC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just so bad. And then the the girls, your, your girls were like, no, there must be a theme. Like, What's the name of your group? I think that group, you, that particular time, they had, you guys had a name. I don't remember. Okay. Like literature or something like that. Or salt and light yeah, or salt okay. and literature. And then um, they asked us, like, what's your group's name? <laughs> we don't have a group name. And they said, well, what's the name of your group chat? And then the guys were like, CBTL 6PM. <laughs> and they said, why is that the name? Because Joe's tired of explaining to everybody every week someone's going to ask, where are we going to meet and what time are we going to meet? It's like, it's on the group name, okay? Just look at that. Yeah. So anyway, so you have a theme. We don't even have a get-together. I guess we'll just call each other. <laughs> but what are you doing? Uh, no, nothing nothing really special, but we're just gonna... I I just proposed that we read something for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of like using one of our materials from homeschool. Nice, Cause nice. Because I feel like there is a tenderness during Christmas time that you know requires a child likeness from all of us mm-hmm. for us to really understand it and i also f- I, I, I that kind of reminds me of one quote that i i super love from a uh, christmas carol i don't have the book with me right now but it's uh, i i know it's underlined there somewhere i can't say it verbatim but it's something like na parang it uh, to be childlike Parang there is not no better time than at Christmas time. Yeah. Parang this is a time for children. And I think that's one thing that I want for myself and for everyone in the world if possible. Because to be a child is to be dependent. It is to be to consider yourself um, living only by the mercy of someone. And but this kind of mercy is such a loving mercy that, you know, you are just so secure in it and so grateful and so secure in it. And I feel like, I feel like it's, uh, that's what, you know, Christmas usually does to me and would like for it to do to my, the people I love as well. Nice. You know, you said something that, that, you know, childlikeness, yes, and reflection. And that's actually one advantage 2020 has to other years. We're stuck. We have more time for reflection. If we don't drown it out with watching Netflix and, and doing other stuff. But you and I have talked about this, how this is probably the best paced Christmas we've had in years. You're right. Not running from one church obligation to another you're not even pressured to buy gifts yeah i mean it's not that i don't want to buy gifts but it's like how how am i gonna send them how am i gonna give them to all of these people on my list yeah unless you know i spend for grab which is like really am i gonna spend that much for well then you can buy like lucky me like online and and then then the (laughs) gift is the grab Anyway. Sorry, that's how I give gifts. That was one of the biggest um what was that love? Adjustments we had when, when we were married or engaged. She was like, I want to give gifts to all of these people. I said, Look, I don't give gifts to people in my life. I only give gifts to my parents and my brothers. And our 
uh, household help. Those are the only people I give gifts to every year. And you were like, what? No, no, I give gifts to at least this many people. And I said, what? <laughs> that was such a difficult thing. But um, yeah, so we're there. Um, thankfully, maybe we don't have to give as many gifts this year. Yeah. But you know what? The funny thing is, I can still feel a little bit more stressed compared to the first three months of the pandemic. Yeah, it's different because it's a big pick up. It's a big pick up. It's a big pick up. I posted something about us being in the US mm. on my FB saying something like how that time where, you know, we were stuck with our winter clothes. It was already summer by yeah. the time that, you know, we were going home. We had pa, to actually, buy clothes. Pa fall na. We had to buy clothes. Kasi pa-ubos yeah. pa-ubos but we also pa-ubos. couldn't buy that much because it was not practical. I mean, like, why? You're going to bring that home. You have a lot of clothes back home. Mm-hmm. So, seriously, I survived on paulit-ulit clothes. That's one. Yep. Second, para magkaroon ng bago, humiram-hiram na lang ako sa mga kapatid ko tsaka yep. mga pinaglumaan nila, ginamit ko. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, in in that entire time that we were there, it felt like sumimple yung buhay. Mm-hmm. Na, and we were living in a house not our own. Alam mo yun? And all we had to think about were really the essentials. Yeah. Are we gonna eat today? How many times are we gonna eat? What are we gonna eat? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to educate my son today. We're going to have to listen to songs today. Oh, they want to swim. It's so simple. Like all of the other things that you would worry about on like uh, a very normal day in the pre-pandemic world. Parang nawala siya kasi nga. Wala. Wala ka namang magagawa. And I loved the As simplicity. some people say na wala ka nang no choice. Wala ka nang no choice. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think it was BJ, our friend, who commented na parang, yeah, I do miss that, the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm thinking that that's maybe all of us na, yeah, we're sick and tired of like being stuck at home, not doing anything. But we also will never, ever be able to forget yeah. how, uh, I, I guess, a lot of people have gotten intimate with God during that period of time. And, and I think it's a good taste because it's something to you want to fight for. Now, even as you can feel the uh, the appointments, the responsibilities, the demands on you are beginning to rise again, you're like, wait, I remember that and I miss that. And I want to make sure I don't lose that completely. Yes, and also I think that it was a very special season and that God downloaded up a lot of information for you uniquely during that time. And you know those times in your life that you'll never forget. Yeah. Na parang this is the time that God spoke to me about something. And yeah, yeah. I feel like that was kind of simultaneous for all of us at one point in time. Na itong three months na to, nung 2020, lahat tayo kausap ni God. Yeah. <laughs> at hindi natin makakalimutan lahat ng sinabi niya dun sa tatlong buwan na yun. Yeah. Yeah, super agree. Oh, last one. We've done Christmas songs, Christmas movies, Christmas books. Favorite Christmas traditions? Okay, ikaw. Mas marami kayon yan eh. Well, growing up, uh, the thing that our church does often that my parents did growing up was Advent nights. And really, for those of you who are wondering, um, if you're from Victory, you probably have a Christmas traditions coming up. If you haven't had one already, I know Alabang and the South, uh, south Hub of our churches have had it. Uh, Katipunan as well is going to release it. But... Um, so those are amazing. You can just go check those out. But for us, Advent nights were really just a time where I knew my mom and dad would focus with us and talk to us about Christmas. So they would do simple things to make it special. Maybe they would build up like, oh, we're going to have a special dessert. Tapos, uh, high roll lang pala. Alam mo yun, pero build up na build up yun sa'yo na parang, okay, special dessert, special dessert. And then we would all take turns lighting a candle. And then they would share a devotion. So it's really that simple. But the fact that you're doing it every week building up to Christmas and the fact that the whole family prioritizes this, it's uninterruptible, um, Papa would come home early for that, it would make a big difference to us na, ah, okay, significant to, special to. And I've been glad that we're able to continue it now. And I love the way you're doing it, sweetheart. Why don't you talk about how, what material you're using for our Advent nights? Okay. Um, If you guys are... are you know, looking for something to use. This is something that I use for the kids, but you can use this for yourself also. Ay, time out. Kahit na adult na kayo. Yes? Talking about something to use. In the past kasi, we would just grab a book 
and then read a chapter from that book. And reflect together. Reflect together on that. But That's already enough, actually. It's actually a lot already. Mm-mm. But this one is super, like, takes that to the next level. Yeah. So I don't think it's a necessity. I just think it's really cool. Yeah, we kind of did this with uh, some a bunch of friends last year. Adults, yeah. <laughs> and they were all adults. So like what I said earlier, there's this plan that we're following. It's called Morning Time Plans for Advent. Um, this is available on a gentle feast, but also meron din si a humble place, a humbleplace.com. You can purchase a copy of uh, her own version of this. But basically, it just takes after the pattern of morning time, which is something that Again, you know, Charlotte Mason, classical educators would do. So um, if you do this, it's like getting a preview of how Carla and Philip do homeschool. Right. And so, for me personally, I was one of the doubters at first when she wanted to do it. I was like, oh gosh, no, 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 not not now. This is how you do school. Uh, and then she said, no, I think it's going to be great. And she said, let's do it with our, your, our friends, some of your office mates. And, and I said, no, we're not trained in Charlotte Mason. We don't even know who she is, so it won't work for us. That's what I kept insisting. But we did it once last year, and then it was amazing. So then after that, every time someone would come over that year, we were like, we're going to do this again. And people who'd never tried the method before, shown, you know, they did amazing. So it's like you read a Bible, and then you read a poem. If you have, like, I mean, you have a lot of time, you can do isang upuan. Pero... Pwede mo rin siya i-break up every day. Like, yeah. if you have somebody to do this with every day, then mornings could be, like, Mondays could be Bible. Uh, Tuesdays could be about a certain hymn that you're that you're studying. So, like, our first hymn for the plan was Joy to the World. And um, I forget what's the... Ah, okay. Uh, it was John. John that we read also. So, parang it's in theme kasi, the light of the world. And then it was all talking about the coming of God. That's what I find worth it with this plan. With this, with buying this, no? Uh, how much was it? I think, I don't know, $18? Yeah, so less than a thousand pesos, around a mm-hmm. thousand pesos. You could get all of these other things for free. You Google that painting, you Google that song. But the fact that they're all categorized already by theme mm-hmm. is what's great because you're going to read a verse and then look at the painting that captures themes of that verse or builds or, or enriches it. Then you listen to a song that does the same thing. And then, wala na, tatalun, talun, and then you've there. got the poem. And then, um, you, ito yung unique na I feel like is not very common. You also have uh, a picture study, which is you have a painting. So like first was um, the painting of El Greco. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Savior of the World. And so Philip was was looking at it and I was asking him, what do you notice about it? And then he kept on, uh, he just said some things like, there's a ball, he's holding on to the ball, and there's a light around his head. And the funny thing is, when I looked at the picture, I never noticed the light. And then I realized this is why the painting was put in that part, because it's called the light of the world, because there is a light around his head. And then oh. I asked him, what do, you, what do you think about that ball? What is that ball? And then we eventually got to talking about how this is the earth. This is the globe. And nice. God has got the world in his hands. Kumbaga, parang ganyan. And, you know, the output is for you to draw it. To draw it from memory or by looking at it and just repeat, kumbaga, from your own mind how that picture looks like. That's what you call a drawing narration for the Charlotte Mason practitioners. Uh, hindi ka lang oral narration na you tell back what you just heard, but you also draw back what you just saw. And so, um, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I remember that last year, <laughs> we had one of the best <laughs> messages, I mean, like, interpretations. We had a friend we who had, was over. Yeah, asige. And um, let's just say his essay writing skills are better than his drawing, drawing skills. skills. Yeah. So he drew something and we were like, oh, you weren't kidding. You, you really don't know how to draw. <laughs> and then he explained the drawing and we were like, wow. It was so fascinating. I, I don't know. remember the picture anymore, but here's an example of what you can actually get to when you do a picture study. It was, I, uh, I think it was a picture of Jesus 
in the crib or in the main, I don't know, parang ganon, in the manger. And everyone was, basta his interpretation was that during his birth, everyone was looking down on the baby. But during his death, everyone was looking up. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. That was brilliant. It was brilliant. I mean, and that's the point of picture we'll say study. Say it again one more time in case they missed it. Okay. <laughs> so the view is at the birth. Everyone is standing around the crib. Right. And everyone is looking down on the baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. But by the time that he dies and he's up on the cross, everyone is looking up at him. And Very structuralist reading. Huh? <laughs> Very but it's, um, it's just so cool because that's what picture studies do to you. Eh. Na you begin, it's like you're teaching symbolism Mm-mm. without really being forceful well, about it. To teach it. Yeah, because it's the people capturing it. Or it's really more of drawing out mm-hmm. that ability to read symbols or to read pictures instead of just reading words. So that's what picture study is all about. And so, you know, this plan has that and even handicrafts. So you can make a wreath, you can make, although Philip and I have been doing a lot of all this. All this box ship on the go. So, I include ko na lang yun sa ano. So, parang it's yeah. a box, a pre-made box already where you get to make your own stocking. You, and this is very good for, I wouldn't say just for kids, ha? But, I, anong, anong ang tawag niyo dun sa parang different ways of uh, knowing the scripture ba? Or the word, view, view, view ano? What? What is that? Like yung, devotional pathways, ganon. Is that it? Yung parang <laughs> you know. you have you can it can be a song, it can be kinesthetic and all that. The modes of learning, it sounds like. It starts with a V. Va- v. View. V. View is ano? Kidrama na naman. V. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> it's something that your dad uses also. Like there are different ways to. I don't remember. It's Vicarious? some. Gadius? No, Virtual? no, it's like an acronym for something. But VUCA. Ah, VUCA. There you go. What do you? What is that again? V- Volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous. I yeah, one Hindi. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember. But say you're supposed to like choose. Uh, ways to for us to improve your retention or to uh better your understanding of something it believes that it's not only like by uh you know just reading a text but you can also do something very manual use your hands so it's it's very kinesthetic so very physical and so that's kind of what morning time does to you na all around even handicraft like your hands are involved in um just really understanding the meaning of what you just talked about. Nice. Yeah, so that's it. Christmas traditions, Advent nights with your family. And look, if you're not as prepared as we sound like, and trust me, we're not that prepared. That's one thing I like about this feast thing, this gentle feast. You get it, and you just start reading from where you are. Yeah, I mean you like... You don't need to prepare much here more. Here are uh, suggestions. Uh Jesus Storybook Bible. Tama ba? Yun ba yung, yung... The Jesus Storybook oh, Bible. Oh, the Jesus Storybook Bible. Book, yeah. Pick the, the nativity, story. the Christmas story. Read that. Reflect on it. Believe me, I, sh- I just shared it on my my wall also. I said that the secret to a, a, a discipleship group or Bible study that you will fall in love with is, uh, it's, it's twofold again. One is good material. Second, people who like to pursue depth of insight. Yeah. And so if you have a good material, it's actually easy to be the second. And the nice thing about that is with, with this method, it, you know, you've been in groups and I've done them. Sorry for those people. You've done groups where there's like very one linear exposition. But I have this point and I want you to respond to this point this way. This one is not like that. This one allows for branching. And sumasangasangasana. Ito yung poem. Basahin natin. Anong nakuha mo? Anong nakuha mo? Wow, yung nakuha mo, iba pa sa nakuha niya. So, nakakatulong sa ating lahat yung mga nakuha natin. So, galing. Yeah, the burden kasi is on the material, not on you the, as wow, the leader. Okay. Na so parang, you're, kasi ba diba we have the thinking na if we have to lead, parang nakakapagod kasi magpre-prepare ka pa ng points mo. But the thing is, 
these things are not supposed to be a preaching or a teaching. Yeah. You let the material speak for itself. And you know, really by simply reading Luke and the Christmas story, I I think you'd already get lots from that. So um yeah, so just just take note. A good material will lead you to the second thing that will make a good uh, discussion uh, happen between you and your whoever you're going to do Advent night with. Um, the second thing is going to be like people who like to pursue depth of insight. So it begins with a good material. Pick that. We'll try to list whatever we do, weren't we weren't able to remember during this podcast in the like the the description. But uh, you can use it if you want to. Yeah. Merry Christmas. It's not canceled. Mm-hmm. Last one. Uh, last section. Um, question and answer. What's a question? Question and answer. Right, today's question from, I don't know who it was, from, Lovey? From, I am Joy D. Hi. And uh, the question is, what are some of the books for your two boys? Yes. That you guys like? Honestly, we love having books around the house because the the boys just pick them up and just start reading. Even Manu, we noticed maybe a month ago, would start randomly picking books up and and reading them. And uh, hold on, now for Philip, Philip's had a lot of books, you know. So Child's actually, First all Library. of Manu's books are right now are Philip's books yeah. when he was a young boy. So Philip's read a lot. Right now, he's really reading the Chronicles of Narnia. And I'm really enjoying that. It's actually enjoying that a little bit sentimental for me because I can watch his growth across the books. So we started with Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Then we read Magician's Nephew, which is book one. So we started with book two, then moved to book one. And he can connect the dots to be like, oh, that's why those things were in book two because of these things in book one. Book three, he was even better. We got through it even faster. He was laughing. He gets the jokes and the writing. He says Aslan is so cool. By the time we got to book four, Prince Caspian, I read chapter one to him. Then Carla and I went out. When I came back, he was already on chapter five by himself. So, And I even quizzed him. Love, you saw that. I quizzed him to be like, hey, did you really understand? Did you really comprehend? And he did. He recounted the whole story to me. So Philip is on That's the where they are right now. Dogman is also an excellent book for Philip. Dogman is great. I was just telling my mother-in-law that what I like about Dogman is that it seems to know the mind of a six-year-old boy yeah. because it engages him in the right places. Like there's story and there's... Yeah, yeah we like Dog... Philip's just adding. We like Dogman better than Captain Underpants. Personally, <laughs> I find Captain Underpants... A like little Every too. authority figure is dummy. Right. You know, and so Philip would watch that show and be like, you know, he would start saying mean things. But I, I like Dogman. Yeah, but better. this one I think is like in the, uh, it has the right mix of story, of fun. Humor, yeah. And also at the same time, it has activities. Eh? So yung Flipporama is like something that he, <laughs> it, you know, it's just a way of teaching you how films work. How that is a bunch yeah. of pictures that go very fast. Diba? Parang that, that you turn the page very fast it's and like then... It's manual animation in the yeah, book. Right. So... Yes. Mama right. So, um, I think that's why I like that. But for the boys... Flipporama is when you flip the page very fast, fast, it looks like a moving cartoon. So, when you flip it very fast, it's like something on the page is moving. Yes, excellent. Yes. And then it also has drawing lessons. It teaches so you now, how to draw them. Yeah. Um, Philip is able to draw his own comic because the book has taught him how to draw the characters. Yep. So I've made Dogman versus Flippy Dogman and it's based two comics bunched up together combined. Yeah, so he's made a few comics. Um, it also has really good themes. Um, redemption. Uh, even like why one person is bad, it's not he's just a bad person, but they were misunderstood, they didn't have support in their life, and maybe with loving support, 
they might change. So it's amazing. It's such a simple looking book. Yeah. Could, so could have those, those are the two things for Philip. But prior to this, he really loved Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So that's also a great one. Yeah. And, and the audio book is amazing. The especially what? the Sorry? first one. The audio book. The audio book, yeah. The Winnie the Pooh official audio book. The first one uh, is, the, I mean, the actors who are providing voices, amazing. And if you have little ones like Manu in your home, of course, the board books are always going to be um, great because uh, you're not afraid of them tearing the book. Eh. I was just thinking about that, love, thinking, gosh, Philip's almost seven, and here they are. These books have survived. Yes. Though um, I don't know if they're going to survive Manu because <laughs> the bear hunt is already destroyed. But the, there are books talaga like Wheels on the Bus, mm. um, Sandra Boynton books. Uh, na it's the whole... So there are those books that rhyme and they rhyme for a reason. It's just really to capture because I, I honestly thought that he would get into reading much later than Philip yeah. because he's just a very physical boy. He likes to move a lot. And so it's hard to read to a, a kid who just doesn't want to keep still. Yeah. But he actually does. Like, I mean, f shorter than Philip, but still he would hand me books and then make me read them and i feel like it's because he enjoys he takes delight in the sing-songy um tunes of yeah, these yeah. books so reading aloud is very important not only reading um like or having books around but reading aloud yeah, is and, and, and for parents and people who want to get the kids in their house off of devices and off of screens yeah. Read to them. Sobra. They're gonna love it. They're gonna uh -oh. be like, oh, you really? You're gonna give so me yung, that So, yung favorite niya na first was green hat, red hat, yellow hat. Whoops! And then eventually, he would be the one to say the oops part. Yeah. So, yung, I think that's one technique. Let them finish some of the lines after you've read it over and over. I think involving them makes them fall in love, Man right? waking Man, up okay. right now. If, if you could just green see. Green hat, red hat, yellow up. hat. <laughs> Oops, so yun yung gusto niya ngayon. Actually, now naman pala, sorry. Ang nagustuhan niya, good night moon, tsaka good night zoo. Also, um, Ay, good night zoo, good night gorilla. Going on a bear hunt. Going on a bear hunt. Before this, he was on a bear face. Yes. He liked all the bear books, like polar bear, polar bear. Brown bear, brown and bear, what do you see? Brown bear, and then, um, uh, Ano yun? Going on a bear hunt. Yeah. And then after this, ito na, nasa good night na kami. Good night. So, yeah. I mean, like, just get those... Uh, What's also good, I don't know if you have a lot of titles uh, top of your mind right now, is maraming din yung mga Pilipino books na pang bata. Nakakatawa yun. Uh, books that we can read to them that right. are reflective of our culture, our history. Mm-hmm. Those are fun as well. Yeah, like there's Phil and Philippa mm -hmm. that I read for him for his Araling Panlipunan, my 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 firstborn. So yeah, you know what? It's not this question is actually good good for like one entire podcast. Yeah. We can't finish in just a few minutes. So thank you guys for listening this far. And we'll try to think around the whole like book suggestion episode. Maybe there's more to this than just what we shared with you guys. Yep. That's it. See All you right. Next week. That's a promise. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.